When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Parkville Network. Hi, right, so we're doing this a little bit different today. First ever, me. Uh, I'm in the Parkville studio headquarters, Metropolis headquarters. In the, the 1500 square aren't, foot, no big deal. Aren't you in the penthouse? Uh, penthouse, yes. Penthouse of Parkville. It is, it's the top floor. It is. Very, it is. Because the only thing beneath it is the footings. So it is the top floor. <laughs> the only above it is the yeah the roof. Um, so, but we're here four zero two four zero three nine four seven eight. That's our number. You can text us or it's Pat and JT anywhere. Um, JT's at her house because of some some stuff going on with Jack. We'll get into that in a minute. You ever, Jack doing okay? I, he's barking right now. Um, he's out in the yard, and, and I'll explain. But he he hurt his his paws, his front paws, and so he can't walk real well. And I'll explain how what all went down. He's he's fine, but he's just laying in the grass barking at people walking by. Oh, and somebody <laughs> else. And ironically enough, somebody else laying in their front yard barking at somebody is Marty Cordero from the Omaha Storm Chasers, and he is on with us via phone. We tried Zoom, but it just didn't work with all the kids and the e-learning and everything. So he's on phone. Marty, thanks for coming on with us today. Absolutely, and uh, if my dog Tilly starts barking, then it, we'll just we'll just turn this into a show on dogs today. So <laughs> perfect, uh, you know, perfect. <laughs> we're we're all home, and all the I was reading something. The animals are really freaked out that their humans are home all day. They're not getting as much sleep and rest. So yeah, you know it's uh, it's a weird time in society. But I'm glad to be on, and I do miss being in the penthouse. You it sounds like you upgraded since I've been there last. Yeah, well, I tell you, it's the cl- <laughs> this place is the cleanest it's ever been. This thing's the most sanitary. You could perform <laughs> surgery in this place. <laughs> I have a feeling that's, that's the case in a lot of offices that are still kind of still operating. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it is mighty clean. Yeah. <laughs> So what, That's I, right. Marty, That's how the ballpark is. Yeah, we haven't been in our office. We haven't been open since uh, March the thirteenth. It was our last day that Friday, and we've been uh, shut down. So this is we're ending week six of um, of doing what we feel is right and best for society from a social distancing perspective. And and uh, yeah, week six, and it's been quite interesting uh going through this process and uh, i guess we can get more into that uh, as you guys wish yeah you know and you sent out you had a pretty emotional post um maybe it was right after you guys closed your office just about how much the storm chasers um mean to the community how much the community means the storm chasers warner park and you could really tell that that came from the heart and that you're really going to miss being around your employees and the fans and the game um so yeah we, we could really feel that in that in that statement and you know what and you might even add to that too marty is that we know um, just from talking to Gary Green, that that comes from the top down. Yeah, it does. You know, Gary, um, uh, he practices what he preaches. Uh, I've had the opportunity to work with him since June of 2012. And, you know, he's adopted Omaha as his second city. Uh, he always says, you know, he, he comes to Omaha to, to relax a little bit and to do business with good people and, and to remember how to drive. And, 
you know, last <laughs> week he put his money where his mouth was, where his mouth is, and he 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 donated forty five thousand masks uh, to help fight you know COVID nineteen and to you know to help four different health uh, systems here in town: Ortho Nebraska Methodist Health System, uh, CHI Health, and Nebraska Medicine. And that was something he did personally. Obviously, it's on behalf of Union Omaha and on behalf of the Omaha Storm Chasers. Uh, but that was a, a great a great sign that, you know, Gary isn't an absentee owner. He absolutely is someone yeah. who loves this community dearly. That's good. That's good to hear. I mean, that's that's something that's awesome. um, if you if, if there are going to be ball games this year or there are going to be soccer games this year, which fingers crossed, I hope we get something. Um, you said you guys made some really special additions to the jerseys as well. Yeah, you know, about three or four weeks ago, I was pacing where I'm pacing right now. And I'm like, what, what can we do that's unique for the community? Um, because on the baseball side, we continue to and have done so much for so many years. And, you know, our, our front office staff has been recognized for that work. But on the soccer side, you know, we're relatively young. We haven't even had our first uh, match yet at, at Warner Park. We're in the Metro from that perspective of regular season. And I was brainstorming, what can we do to put, you know, our imprint and to be parallel with baseball? And the front of our jerseys is something that's quite unique in professional soccer that you sell them. You, you can actually put a commercial entity on them. So, you know, we wear, you know, our partner's brand across our hearts. So as I was thinking through this COVID, I, why not honor those and why not bring some awareness to those that are fighting? So we reached out to both Nebraska Medicine and CHI Health, and obviously they said yes. It was a donation. Uh, both both groups are groups that we're already working with, both on the baseball and soccer side. But this was a way to say, you know what, we want to showcase you here, and we want to showcase you across the USL as we play soccer sometime in 2020. And uh, you know, it, it it turned out great. I'd never done a uh, a press event, press conference uh, virtually. I had never done one via Zoom. Uh, I had much better connection last Thursday than I do today. I'm glad it worked. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we released that last Thursday. And then for those who are interested in purchasing jerseys, in addition to the donations that we've already done, $10 from every jersey that we sell will also go into a fund. And at the end of 2020, we'll make a donation. 50% will go to each organization. Wow. That's awesome. You know, it's some, it, yeah, it is. And, 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 you know, your, your listeners uh, can go to unionomaha.com or they can go to our union Omaha, Facebook and Twitter pages to actually see those and, and for ways that they can purchase those as well. And we'll put that link in the show notes of the episode too. So people can just click on it. Um, but yeah, that is, that's great. Is I love that. Is, that. is that Jack? Looks, is that Jack going after somebody in the backyard? Going, he's not moving. He's he's literally just laying flat in the grass and he's barking at somebody walking by the backyard. I couldn't know if that was your dog or if it was Marty's dog. Which dog? We're doing a dog <laughs> check. It's me. Okay, just wondering. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna actually real quick just show you while he's barking since he's calling attention to himself. Um, and I didn't realize this because Jack's my first German Shepherd, um, but he hurt the paws, his, his the little pads of his, his feet. And it, um, and the vet said, you know, he sees this every um, spring in particular because people have their dogs are basically walking on carpet most of the time. And so then you decide to go out and maybe go for a run or you take your bike out and you take your dog or you just go for a long walk or they get to go outside and play, which he was doing at doggy daycare and they have an outside area. And he's just playing his heart out and uh, they hurt their pads. 
And yeah. so it takes a few days for it to heal. And so he's on bed rest, but he's still going to bark his little heart out. It's on yard rest. So. <laughs> it's on yard rest. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't, I can't get him in and out of the truck. So I can't take him. I found that out yesterday when I tried, when I was bringing him home, getting out of the truck was a real struggle. Oh yeah. Cause he was just, he was laying in the back looking at me like, I don't think so. <laughs> Know so what you're, so do, you're a stay-at-home dog mom for the next couple of days until you can actually lift him. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> um, My gosh! You know, Marty. The other night, you guys had um, uh, the fireworks show, and we're, we live in a place where we have we get a, a great view from our front yard. So we sat out there and watched the entire thing, and so, seeing it on awesome. social media, um, all the people that showed up and the traffic and and just the excitement that just shows you people can't wait not just to get out of the house to go see a baseball game and go to the ballpark, but just to get out and do stuff. And it was a great fireworks show. It was awesome. So um, kudos to you guys for just putting something like that on for the community. Yeah, well, thanks. Thanks for watching. And yeah. it was overwhelming. I, you know, I, I worked the parking lot that night and was in the street and I was supposed to start working about 7, 7.15. And when I got there, we had already started parking cars at about 6.45 because wow. we had a line all the way on to 3.70. And we weren't supposed to open the lot till eight o'clock. So, you know, when we when we were brainstorming these ideas about a month ago is when we started talking about fireworks. How do we do, you know, the, the chasers takeout that we've done and it's sold out twice now. Uh, and some of these things, how can we continue to be relevant from a baseball perspective in the community in spite you know, of what is going on and be a small beacon of light? to those that are looking for a distraction and whether you stay at home, like, like you talked about Pat or whether you came out in your cars, it was an opportunity. And we estimated it was upwards of 5,000 that were in their cars in the parking lot wow. and law, law, law enforcement uh, estimates uh, with all of the different areas, Cabela's and Costco and Papio South and all the neighborhoods and all the different parking lots that people were parking in, there were upwards of 50,000 people and that rivals what we do on the fourth, the third or fourth of July for our biggest show of the year. Yeah. So that tells you, a people are ready to get the hell out of their houses again, and, and <laughs> I, I get that. But but b there's truly a sense of community because the people that got there at six forty five, they didn't even get out a lot till six thirty. Excuse me, till nine thirty p.m. that night. And this is a twelve minute fireworks show. It's not like it was a drive in <laughs> movie. It's not like it's not like they came out to eat. We had no restrooms. We had no concessions. We had no merchandise. There was a stay in your car order, meaning you got out of your car, you had to leave. We had zero issues. So, you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe, we're all going to be a little nicer and we're going to, we're going to be a little bit more community and a little bit more civil uh, because the last, you know, three to seven years, the world has changed so much uh, just from a standpoint of, of politics and economy and social media yeah. and, and sometimes people just are, they're just mean. They're just not nice and civil anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that Saturday night was a little bit of an indication of what might be coming once we're able to, to start to, to do things in a new normal sense. I want to take a second to thank American Heart Association for being mm -hmm. a supporter of our podcast. Absolutely. Really proud to be working with them and passing along some good information. Would you recognize the most common signs of a stroke? They're important to know. Just remember, fast. Face, arms, speech, and time, fast. Exactly. If one side of their face droops when they smile, if they can't keep both arms raised in the air, or their speech is slurred or strange, or you see any of those signs, call 911 immediately. When it comes to a stroke, every second counts. My grandfather had a stroke, right. and I realized that, and they got to him in time, and it helped. It's all in the, just the simplest thing. Remember, fast. 
Face Arms Speech Time. Visit heart.org to learn more about how to prevent a stroke and recognizing the warning signs of a stroke. Uh, talk a little bit more about your the curbside um, food services, what you're doing, takeout, are, and, and also the fireworks. Are we going to see some more of this? Do you plan to do this again? <laughs> Well, what do you think, JT? Of course we are. Yeah, of course we are. you're going to do this. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, I, I'm not ready to announce uh, the next date. Uh, they can go to omahastonechasers.com and get that information. I assume that we'll be announcing that any day now. But, you know, in partnership with our great partner, Hy-Vee, as well as J&M Displays, our fireworks partner for which we're celebrating our 20th uh, season with them this year, uh, of course, we're going to continue to roll on with that. It will be... Uh, a Saturday in May, uh, and then we're also looking beyond that in the event we don't have uh, baseball or soccer in the month of June. So we're going to continue to look for things that we can do. We're going to continue to give back to the community. Uh, so, yeah, just pay attention to our Facebook page uh, and our website on the baseball side will be the, the, the best place to go for that information. How do we get the uh, curbside pickup? How often is that? Is that a daily thing, weekly thing? I want a, I want a well, stadium dog, yo. Yeah, you know, well. Uh, we, we did almost 1,300 stadium dogs on what would have been opening night, Tuesday, April 14th. Our wow. next curbside uh, to go uh, will be on Wednesday, April 29th. And that that will uh, be what would have been the second homestand start. So what Andrea Bedore and what she's uh, been doing as it relates to all of our special events, she's the one who put on the fireworks as well. Andrea is looking to do that at the beginning of each scheduled homestand. Uh, so you can kind of look at the schedule and get an idea of what's going to be happening, you know, throughout the month of April and now May. And we're going to have a different menu each time. And, you know, it's something that uh, fans can come out and, and get a little bite, get a discount. And then they also get four tickets uh, for what, um, uh, for what uh, will be opening night 2020. So oh, it's a great cool. value. And the best spot to go for that is our Omaha Storm Chasers Facebook or Twitter pages. Okay, we'll put all those uh, all those links to all that stuff in our uh, in the show notes, so we can just click below and go right to that. That's that's, yeah. that's, that's good stuff. Excellent. So, okay, one more thing too, Marty. As far as baseball and soccer, do you have any kind of a feel for or any hope for a date that you might be seeing some action? Yeah, you know, recently Major League and Minor League Baseball met uh, and had conversation about um, not only the PBA, the Professional Baseball Agreement, uh, that expires at the end of this scheduled season, but also conversation on what the 2020 season could look like. MLB has to make a decision first on what they're going to do. Are they going to delay it? ultimately try to play in the home cities of MLB? Are they going to delay it not quite as long and do something in some of the warmer uh, climate states, which would be Arizona, Florida, Texas? Uh, And, you know, the safety of the players and the officials and the teams obviously is paramount. And, you know, are you playing games without fans, with fans? And then what does that look like from a television and media rights perspective? And, and it pays for them to play, mm-hmm. you know, for them to be able to, to provide to network television and cable television, uh, the inventory and television inventory at a time when there's no other sports programming on, 
they could probably get nearly 100% of their games televised. From a media rights perspective, baseball could potentially stand to win even more than they would have in a regular normal year. So I think, uh, JT, I think all those things need to, to flush out first. All those things need to, to you know, come to, to a head from an MLB perspective, and then that's when we will get our information from a minor league perspective. Some of the conversations that have taken place uh, on both the baseball and soccer side is, you know, we as local minor league operators would rather forego playoffs during the month of September for baseball or the month of October for soccer and extend our regular seasons as deep, deeply as we can into the fall. So there's been a number of creative conversations. Uh, we're, you know, obviously we're all being very flexible. You know, if we were to play, you know, we play the Iowa Cubs eight times at home and eight times on the road each year. Who cares if we were to play them 16 and 16? If even if right. the schedule's redone and we're there's more travel, there's less air travel. Those are all the types of conversations mm-hmm. that we're having right now. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm optimistic, yeah. but I'm also realistic. So yeah. you know, I, I, I'm not. I'm I'm not here to give any predictions. I just it's just really too early to tell still. Yeah. Well, we're, we don't, we, we're, I mean, we're all waiting for it. We're all looking for it. It sounds like it's uh, something's going to happen. It's going to be a little bit, this will be the year where everything was a little bit different, but I think it's going to come out. Like you said, on the other side, we'll be a nicer people and we're just going to be so we're frothing at the mouth just to get out and watch some ball. So, um, sounds Seriously, like something's going to happen. You know, I was just thinking too, that it's, it, we're at the point right now as we're, as we speak, where everybody's excited because there hasn't been any live sports of any type that, that everybody's focused on a documentary and the NFL draft as their right. live sporting events. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, right? It, it is. It is. Yeah. You know, whether it's Tiger King or whether it's the Aaron Hernandez story or, yes, the NFL draft. And, you know, recently the Huskers did their spring game in a virtual sense. And, yes. uh, even, like I said, even our union Omaha press, press conference. Right. You know, with virtual press conference to release the jerseys. I mean, it's uh, – we're living in a different time, but, you know, I, I believe that, um, you know, we've been able to keep rolling for the most part as it relates to our relationships. And, you know, when, when we get open back up, it is going to be important to not only support, you know, the Omaha Storm Chasers, Union Omaha, and then all the special events that we do at Warren Park, but it's going to be important to remember, um, you know, Papio, you know, Fun Park. It's going to be important to, to remember uh, movie theaters, and it's going to be important to remember, you know, all the local mom and pop restaurants that, that may not have been doing takeout uh, that have simply just shut down for the time being. It's going to be really important for us to get out and support community and to support local. For sure. Well, Marty, we, um, we love having you on and you're welcome anytime. So um, we appreciate yeah. you, you, you phoning in and giving us that information and all the stuff, all the links where people can buy the t-shirts are all in the show notes and want people to go out and buy and support um, our local teams. And um, we appreciate you very much. Marty Cordero, very much. Pat, JT, I appreciate it. Take care of the dog, JT. It's important. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I had to actually migrate to the farthest point in my house away from my backyard because he's barking at a squirrel in a tree. And I could still hear and him. I know that I'm in the last, I'm in the bedroom. I never go in in the back The corner. haunted one, yeah. <laughs> I am. That's I like, hilarious. oh my God, I can still hear him barking. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Marty, thank you very much again. We appreciate it. JT live from her house, Marty live from his house, me in the studio. And this was kind of fun. Thanks, Marty. 
Absolutely. Thanks, Take buddy. care, guys. You too. We'll see you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, and all the links, too, are also um, on our Facebook page. It's Pat and JT, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and uh, you need to send some pictures. Throw up on our Facebook page of Jack Lane in the Grass. Got to. Okay. okay. All right, we're doing it. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.